it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, the Next Level Network. Today... Oh boy, old Pat's in some pain today. I hope you're, I hope you're feeling better than I am right now. <laughs> so we will talk about that. Uh, we got some other things on the uh, on the old docket as well. I've been streaming some games lately. We'll talk about those. Uh, some movie-ish news. Yeah, that works. Uh, this whole Patrick Ewing thing. I kind of want to talk about that. I know I missed it, but I had stuff going on. It's fine. And also we have new music from our friend Bronny. Uh, again, last week I flipped a coin. It was between Bronny and the Nearly Deads. Nearly Deads won last week. Bronny wins this week, so there you go. And then hopefully we will hear from the captain. Um, uh, we'll see who he uh, who he eviscerates this week. Because uh, yeesh. So there you go. That's uh, I think that's all on the list for today. Uh, full disclosure: I thought this week I was going to do an interview with uh, Hallucinogenic Bulb and Wormtooth, and so I purposely did not plan a lot of stuff for today. And then we did that interview and they said, hey, can you hold it? It'd be better for us if you hold it till next week. So that's what we'll do. And so this week is uh, maybe a little lighter, maybe a little lighter. There we go. But, uh, you know, considering how much pain I'm in right now, I think that's okay <laughs> for me anyway. I hope it works out for you. Um, all right. So let's talk about that. And then I have uh, a positive note. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised too. Is that all, by the way, that I have to tell you about? All right, great. So a week ago, I went out for a walk, as I've been trying to do more lately. Weather's getting nicer, so I'm able to get up and, you know, move around, leave the house, get in my exercise, right? It's a good time. So you may remember, I live 1.3 miles from Taco Bell, so I get a nice uh, 2.6-mile walk, right? It's solid. And I thought, all right, I'm feeling good. Let's go. And then I remembered that Taco Bell has a walk-up window, so I could get at least a drink, and maybe uh, a breakfast crunch wrap. So I figured out, let's go. I'll do that. And it won't be as good because I got to carry it all the way home. But, you know, I'll reward myself for a solid walk and a good job well done or something. So I get there and the signage is down because the last time I went and they had to walk up into like the menus on the outside and it's like, hey, ring bell for service or whatever. None of that was there. And so I was, uh, while well, I was worried, I looked at the time I was like, well, they're open, but I see no walk-up window. I looked at the side where the drive-through would be, um, and it's or the other door would be, and there's nothing there. So I'm like, all right, they took it away. I guess I didn't go often enough. 
disappointing, but still got the solid walk-in. Felt pretty good. I get home, and I'm like, all right, got to take a shower, finish editing the show. I lean over to turn on the shower, and my back locks up. This is not the first time it's happened. Usually it happens in a more embarrassing place. But I don't need to tell you where, but it, uh, <laughs> like it happens since I've been dealing with this issue. So I'm used to it at this point where I'll just kind of get stuck in a bent over, hunched over position, and it takes me a minute, I straighten back up, and usually in 10, 20 minutes, I'm okay, but that was on Saturday, and today, well, for me, is Thursday, and I am in more pain than I've been in in a long time. So, I mean, I am better than I was on, say, Saturday or Sunday. Gee, Sunday, I couldn't move hardly at all, so that sucked. Uh, so I went to the doctor today, and he's like, hey, man, get an x-ray, get an MRI. I'm like, all right, because I guess it's been a while since, uh, it's been a while since I uh, did that, and they don't have a record, they don't have that in their files, because maybe it was before I was a patient at this doctor. So I tried to go do that today, and the place that, well, there were two places that I could have gone realistically. One of them was a little far away, and in I didn't want to go there. And the other one was maybe just as far away in the other direction. No, it was closer, but in the other direction. And they closed early today, as I learned. So I get out of the doctor's office at 2.10, and I called the place, and I said, hey, are you open? Well, first, I tried to get the, uh, the hour or directions to the place. You know, you punch in the code. You talk to a robot, right? Well, you listen to a robot. And you punch in the number, like, hey, press 2 for directions and it hung up on me and then i uh <laughs> so i just kept hitting zero to get to someone and i was like hey what are the hours at this place and they're like oh normally they close at this time but they're closing at 2 30 today and based on where i was and what time it was i wasn't going to make it so we're going to try that in the morning um well yesterday for you but tomorrow for me and hopefully i'll be able to get that at least taken care of the x-ray part and um get the ball rolling on that again so yeah, so we shall see. We'll see what they want to recommend. Um, a couple years ago, they rec uh, another doctor recommended surgery, and I just wasn't ready for that. Like, I, I put myself on the list. Like, I consented, but I did not schedule because I wanted to think about it, but I didn't want to, you know, if I had said, yes, I'll do it, I didn't want to lose a spot or lose, like, a, I don't know, lose, I have to fill out more paperwork or something. So I, um, was that two or three years ago? Now I'm trying to think here. No, it was February 2019. It was right before we moved to this house. Well, we moved in April. So um, the recovery time would have put me still kind of laid up while we were moving. So I, uh, so I was like, all right, well, that's not happening. So I, I, didn't, I didn't feel like it would have been a good idea to be laid up and, and out of commission while we're moving and having to pack and unpack and repack and all this stuff. So I uh, didn't want to do that. And if I do it now, like if they say tomorrow or, you know, realistically like Tuesday or Wednesday, like, hey, you should go, you know, get surgery done or something, then the recovery time will be right when my son's born. So I can't really have that either. <laughs> so I don't also like I don't want to have surgery. I guess that, that's the other part is like they the the surgeon explained what would happen. And I won't be I won't do it here because. It's kind of graphic, and some people don't like that, so I will hold off. But they explained it, and I was like, all right, well, I mean, it would give me relief, and I want to know, 
you know, the can I talk to somebody who had it done? Can I find someone who had it done? What's the, you know, what are the lasting effects or whatever? And I didn't like the the information I was finding. So, yeah, we're kind of back to stage 1.5 with this stuff. I mean, you know, back in the way beginning, I couldn't really bend over at all. At this point, I am able to do that somewhat. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, so old Pat's got it rough. I'm not, not that I'm saying looking for sympathy. I'm just telling you what's happening because, well, I don't know. Uh, if, if you hear me moving around in my chair a lot, it's because I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> so that was my day today, or that's been my uh, a couple of days. But on a positive note, and this is unrelated to what I was just talking about, but I am officially a professional musician. Yeah, that's right. And I can't believe it, honestly, because I put up the music for free, right? The Attic Sessions, the EP, it's up there. Go do the thing. I'm working on side two. Um, I can't believe that people bought it. Like, I put it up for free because I'm like, I don't really care. Like, have it, steal it, pirate it. You're not stealing it. It's free. I'm giving it to you. And yeah, two people bought it. So officially, I have made more money as a musician in three weeks than I did, than I have in 13, almost 13 years of radio. So, (laughs) but thank you so much for buying, for downloading, streaming, for listening, for whatevering with my stuff. Um, Even if you listened and realized it sucked, you had to listen to me sing. So there you go. Who really wins? That's right. Me. I do. Um, So yeah, that's pretty incredible that people did that. So I'm happy about that. And yes, working on volume two, um, I'm going to try to get the guitar done soon because, again, hard deadline, and that deadline is quickly approaching. So as long as I can get the guitar done within the next week or so, uh, the vocals are kind of the easier part because, like, the guitar, I have to be in a certain spot, and, like, I can't do the guitar down here because there's not a lot of room to put a different chair here, and and it's all kind of, it's kind of, it's not damp down here, but it's not the best spot to play guitar. So... That kind of sucks. So I got to kind of work around my weekday schedule so I don't wake up Jill. <laughs> so uh, I uh, I got to work on that. But yeah, that's the tough part. The vocals are the easier part I have found, at least for me, because it's just me. I don't usually do anything too crazy. Um, and a lot of those, fun fact, a lot of the songs on the EP were done vocally in one take. So yeah, I'm hoping I can get that lucky again. I know... Uh, it doesn't always work out that way, but sometimes we do get lucky and sometimes we do, uh, you know, you're able to get all the stuff done and ready to go. So I'll keep you posted unless nobody cares, then I'll stop talking about it. But um, yeah, working on it. I'm an official professional musician. There we go. Oh man, good stuff for me. I don't know. Pat, no one gives a shit. No one's going to listen to your songs. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is exactly what I thought when I put it out. <laughs> Like I said, I got past the point of, oh, are people going to like this? Years ago. It was just, this is something I'm doing for me because I wanted to get, for me! It's something I've wanted to have done for a very long time, so we're getting there. So essentially what side B is, is um, what the rest of, what like the full album would have sounded like if you listened to both of the EPs together. So yeah, there are a couple songs that I dropped entirely because either they weren't really done 
or I just didn't like them that much. Um, yeah, the original plan was 13 tracks, and the full, like, the completed thing will be 10. So, yeah, there were a couple tracks I just I just didn't like them that much. So, there you go. Well, it, it will be 10, right? Yeah. Um, so, there you go. That's the update on the music stuff. Is it much of an update? No, but I wanted to brag. So, there you go. <laughs> so, there you go with that. Um, do we want to talk about this dictionary thing? Yeah, let's do it. We'll dedicate this segment to uh, our friend Tom McNamara, who uh, has put in some answers for questions on the show, and he brought this up. Well, he, not specifically to me, but, and I don't even know if he listens, but he was a little perturbed that the word supposedly is an official word in the English language, proving that what uh, Tim and I have said many times on this show, the English language is stupid. And, (laughs) like, I'm just waiting for the day when words like laundromat and escape and especially and things that people, I think, mispronounce and I think supposedly is just a word that is a mispronunciation of a different word that has now become a word itself, which is stupid to me. But um, yeah, I, I just think that we're going to like this. Maybe it didn't open the door for it, but it certainly didn't help to close it. Right. So like we're going to. We're going to have more words like this, like laundromat and especially and things like that, where maybe like they'll change the spelling of prescription to prescription, right? Stuff like that. Are there others? I should have made this a question. Common words you mispronounce. It's not a new thing. Like this isn't a new thing to complain about, but it comes up every so often when a new word is, uh, when new words are christened, maybe. Is that the right word? When new words are uh, created or entered into the lexicon. So, yeah, I may uh, run this back some point down the line. Just uh, we'll see what else comes up. But, yeah, I think this is a uh, continuing that slope downward to more dumbass words being added to the dictionary. And, I like, this just gives people a license to keep using it incorrectly, right? Like, it's not a word. Supposedly is not a word. And, uh, Pat, it's in the dictionary. I don't give a sh- It's not a word. The word is supposedly. People mispronounced it for so long that the nerds just gave up and said, all right, fine, you morons. We're going to put the word in there so you don't seem stupid. I don't know. Somebody who uses the word supposedly seriously is now very upset. And, uh, well, you know, use a word that uh, that is not that is a word instead of one that's not, you know, irregardless, right? One of those. Is that in there, by the way? Do we know? Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I didn't look it up. I just had to I don't know what I had to do right there, but yeah, this is not good, people. It's not good. Coming from a, I don't know, a guy who says words. I was going to say for a living, but a guy, I sing words for a living. Ha ha! Um, Yeah, this is dumb. Don't do this. Can we revoke it? Can we take a word out of the dictionary? How do we petition to do that? No? All right. Um, Let's do the Ewing thing first, because this is just ridiculous. Speaking of People being ridiculous. So um, Georgetown was in a tournament at Madison Square Garden recently. I think they won, actually. I think they won that tournament, whatever it was. And Patrick Ewing was the head coach of the team. It is Georgetown, right? Hold on. This I want to look up to get right. All right. So it was the Big East tournament, and Georgetown did win the men's team. And so he's doing this tournament at the Garden. And if you don't know, Patrick Ewing was a member of the New York Knicks for many years. And, you know, he was a great player, 
and his jersey's hanging in the Raptors. And, you know, someone who grew up watching the Knicks would recognize him, right? But we were watching, I guess the game, came, like the Georgetown game came on the other day, and I was slipping through, and Patrick Ewing came up on the screen. I was like, hey, Patrick Ewing. And I brought up this story to Jill, and she's like, I wouldn't recognize him. Like, I wouldn't know who that is. So if you're not a sports fan, you would know what he looked like. And apparently Patrick Ewing has a problem with this because security at the Garden were, he says they were bugging him for a security pass. But really what security guards are supposed to do is to make sure that everyone in the building is where they're supposed to be. And the people who are there are supposed to be, are permitted, are allowed to be there, right? So everybody's got to wear a pass. And I'm with the security people on this because I don't care who you are, even if it's like, oh, but he's Patrick Ewing. He, you know, he made this building or whatever, right? That doesn't mean he's allowed to wander around wherever he wants, the garden or not. Your job as a security guard, again, is to make sure that all the people who are in your area where you are are permitted to be there, right? So the way you verify that is people wear passes, usually lanyards, you know, big and bright color, brightly colored and have a big thing that says uh, coach or guest or whatever, right? So Patrick Ewing was uh, was upset about this. He was complaining to reporters that, hey, isn't my jersey in the rafters? Isn't this my building? And I'm like, all right, buddy, I get it. You're trying to big league some people. But here's the thing. Now, I will admit, I've not been to Madison Square Garden in many years, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Patrick Ewing's picture is not hanging up next to his jersey in the rafters, right? So if you're, okay, so Patrick Ewing last played for the Knicks in 2000. So if you're working security at the Garden, and you're 18, and let's say, for the sake of argument, you're not a sports fan. Patrick Ewing last played in the city before you were born, and if you don't follow sports, there's a chance you're not going to recognize who he is. And even if you do, he's still is technically a guest in the building for that tournament. Well, he's a, I guess, a, I don't know, you wouldn't call him a competitor, but um, for lack of a better term, he's a guest in the building for this special event. There we go. So as a security guard, your job is to make sure that all the people who are guests at the event, who are attending your event, are properly uh, identified and are allowed to be where they are. Because people have been saying, oh, he's Patrick Ewing. He's blah, blah, blah. His picture's probably if you're security guard and you don't know who Patrick Ewing is. What do you blah, blah, blah. So I will admit, again, I don't know if, well, this is a separate thing, but I'm admitting something again, that I don't know if the garden is different. But a lot of places, a lot of big events for security will hire an outside firm. Like a, a lot of places don't have, maybe not a lot of places, but there are places, arenas and venues and whatnot that do not have their own security. So they will hire, they will contract uh, a third party and say, hey, bring your people in. So those people, say this is an 18-year-old kid from Philadelphia or, you know, New Jersey somewhere who doesn't follow sports, who was not alive the last time Patrick Ewing played in the NBA or played for the Knicks, I should say. And so there's a very good chance that that person will have no idea, A, who Patrick Ewing is, and B, certainly what he looks like. And either way... It doesn't matter. Like, you're sitting there trying to big league people like, oh, this is my building. I run this place. You haven't run the building in more than two decades. And I'm not trying to dunk on Ewing or anything like that, but 
it's this whole thing of like, oh, I'm a celebrity in this town. I should be able to do whatever I want, go wherever I want. That whole thing of like, I'm entitled to this because of who I am. Well, buddy, in this case, no, you're not. Because you are a guest, a competitor, you're, um, you're an invited participant at this event. And one of the things that you need to do is identify yourself so that everybody working that event knows that you are where you're supposed to be and where you're allowed to be, more specifically, I guess. So he complained about getting you know, harassed or bothered by security when they were just doing their jobs, right? I highly doubt somebody was trying to hold Patrick Ewing back from crossing the gym floor or whatever, but you know, somebody, hey, buddy, you got to pass, you know, just wear it around your neck. That's all. It's not that big of a deal, bud. It's really not. I don't know. This whole thing of, you know, celebrities trying to be or, you know, athletes or whoever, people in the public eye trying to big league people be like, hey, but I'm this guy. I could blah, blah, blah. No, you can't. Like, I, if, I would be upset if the security guard did not ask Patrick Ewing for his pass and just said, oh, he's Patrick Ewing. Because then somebody else comes by and said, yeah, but he's not supposed to be over there. And then that comes back on the security guard. And then you got a whole thing. You got an incident with paperwork and all that. So I guess the bottom line is um, don't be a jerk because someone doesn't recognize you and let you get away with things. I guess that's it. And kudos to the security people who said, hey, buddy, show me your pass. That's all. All right. There we go. We did that. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just so weird to me. I, it just bothered me. So I wanted to talk about it. So there you go. Um what are we doing? We got the Netflix thing. We got some game stuff. Let's do the let's do the game stuff, and then yeah, then Netflix. Uh, so I've been streaming a bunch this week, and I actually finished Shakedown Hawaii, the main story. There's still some stuff to collect, but as far as the main story goes, all those missions, I finished that. I love that game. It was so much fun, and I started a totally different game, which is uh, very interesting. It's called Tell Me Why, and I'm actually going to be streaming it. As soon as I'm done recording here, I think. It's very heavy. I've only played it for an hour, but I'm really interested in the story. And I think it's better if you go in blind. So I'm not going to tell you about it. If you're interested in a narrative story game where your choices matter, like a life is strange, then I would recommend so far, um, tell me why. I got it on Steam on sale. It was pretty cheap. It was like $3, I think. Something crazy like that. That's why I got it. It looked neat and it was cheap enough. So I grabbed it. Let's see. What else have I been doing? Oh, I figured out how to stream some N64 stuff. So I might do some wrestling pretty soon. I did that on Tuesday. When was the 16th? Yeah, Tuesday for Stone Cold Day. What? Uh, So I did that, and it was really fun. And uh, (laughs) I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it worked. So we got that. And because it's baseball season, I picked up RBI Baseball. And it's it's good. I like it. Uh, I wish... The show was on PC, but it's not. So RBI Baseball will have to do. It's good. It's an, I mean, it's an arcade. If you've played one, you've... I don't want to say you've played them all, but it's very similar. You can use the classic controls that I did. I haven't played an RBI Baseball game in many years, um, but it's scratching the itch. So it's, uh, it's doing the job. So there you go. Uh, also, every Friday, if you don't know, I stream Making a Tune and Soundtrap, and that's just been really fun. So if you're interested in uh, watching me make music, helping me put a song together. You want to do that, or as I like to joke, watch my brain malfunction in real time uh, every Friday around 4 o'clock Eastern, that is. Um, jump in on Twitch, the, twitch.tv slash the Meltic Pat, and, uh, and jump in there. So 
It's really fun. We have a really good time with it. I think. I don't know. And finally, in the newsy stuff this week, then we'll play the song, then the captain, then we will get out of here. Oh, sorry, two things. Number one, WWE superstar Charlotte Flair will star in uh, in a new movie. Well, I guess you could call it new, in a remake of the Walking Tall movies. Now, I mentioned, uh, I guess it would have been a year ago, almost, that I found two other Walking Tall remakes. There was the, well, the original movie was in the 70s, and then it was remade in 2004 with The Rock. And then a couple years later, they made two more Walking Tall movies starring Kevin Sorbo, and uh, I don't remember what they were called, but I thought they were okay, right? They were good. I don't think they needed to be called Walking Tall. Like, you could have called them something else, and they still would have been decent movies. I don't know what they had to do with that story, but I guess someone somewhere decided there needed to be another one, and uh, now it's going to star Charlotte Flair. And I've never seen Charlotte Flair act. I've only seen her in the realm of pro wrestling, um, but I'm not that excited about this. Also, how much more of this story can be told? I, I don't know. Like, I've seen, I haven't seen the original, but I've seen all of the remakes at this point, and I just don't know how much more of the story you can tell. Like, is this going to pick up where the Rocks movie left off? Is this going to pick up where the Kevin Sorbo movies left off? Is this going to, like, be another remake of the original movie with Charlotte Flair as the main character? What's going on here? I don't know. I don't think you need to make another Walking Tall movie like the other two with Kevin Sorbo. We're fine. They were decent, you know, action movies, but they didn't really continue the story, and it's not there's not really a lot of lore there to keep going, I don't think. So, I don't know. Um, that said, I will probably watch it. But it's like, I'm not going to run out and go see it or whatever, but uh, I'm sure they'll put it up on Peacock or something, and I'll be able to watch it there. But it's just, like it's weird, right? Why do we have to just put her in a different movie? Like, put her in a different style movie and don't kind of bring back a franchise that doesn't really need to be continued. I don't know how they can continue the story from that. Fr- I don't know. It doesn't, there's not much to tell. There's like not much left to tell. So I don't know. Uh, but speaking of movies, Netflix is rolling out. Well, they're starting a, uh, they're testing, I guess, a feature where they're cracking down, crapping down, if you will, on password sharing. You have to prove that you live with the, uh, the account holder. I guess they send a message to the account holder to say, hey, uh, is this person authorized to use your account or something like that? And uh, yeah, so I guess they got tired of everybody making jokes that there are only eight people who have Netflix subscriptions, everybody else shares. So <laughs> so maybe uh, they're working on that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how do you, I guess my question would be, if a family shares an account and they don't all live together, but like they all shared the thing, or a couple of them, share the account, then what? I mean, do I have to, when I, the next time I log into Netflix, do I have to text my mom and be like, hey, that's me on the account? Because now when I log in on my computer or if I have to log in again on the Roku, my mom gets the email and then she sends that to me and says, hey, was this you? So I imagine it'll be similar to that where she'll get an email or a text and uh, she'll then call me or text me and say, hey, is this you watching the Netflix? And I'll say, yes, it is. And we can keep watching. So yeah, like I'm not, why am I getting a separate thing when I don't have to, right? It's just, I don't know. My mom and I started the Netflix account in like 06. I'm like, why am I going to get a separate one if I don't need to do that? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to. Maybe we'll both have to do it. Maybe they won't let us get by on 
whatever it is. There are streaming services that don't let you share your password at all. Um, WB Network doesn't let you do it. Although they, as of today, shut down in the U.S. And now that's a part of Peacock, which works for me because I already have Peacock. So I'm saving money. Uh, it works out. And uh, the streaming quality on the network was always terrible. So that works out for me. I've never tried sharing the other ones like Hulu or Amazon or what are the other ones? Whatever they are. Peacock, I guess, is the other one. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they will all start. Maybe they... Well, Peacock is newer than Netflix, so maybe Peacock always had a restriction with that. Because WB Network, as far as I can remember, always had that restriction where only one can use it at a time. And so, I mean, that worked out for me. I don't have a lot of friends who are wrestling fans who don't already have the network on their own. So, so it worked out for me, but like it didn't affect me at all. But I imagine a lot of people have you know a family thing where everybody has their own profile in the same account. So who knows what this means for all of them? I've not seen a message on Netflix yet about this. So on my Netflix, I should say. So we shall see. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? I'll, uh, I'll let you know if I get a message on the Netflix about that. All right? All right. So there you go. That's all I got to tell you for today, I think. Yeah, I think we're good. Solid half hour. We're good. We got a song to play. We'll hear from the captain, I hope. And then that'll be that for the show. So our friend Bronnie released a song, an acoustic version of her song, Color Looks Good on You. And uh, I'm going to play that for you right now. We're going to spin it. We're going to do it right now. Bronnie Music, I think, is her handle everywhere. Again, that'll all be in the show notes. Um, BronnieMusic.com, probably. I think that's what it is. Man, I've played so many Bronnie songs, I don't always write all this stuff down because I've already done it. So it'll be in the show notes. But anyway, uh, thank you to our pal Bronnie for her latest. Uh, again, this is the acoustic version. The song is called Color Looks Good on You here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I guess you were the right guy at the wrong time. Forever on my mind. Stuck out of time. Oh, oh. The first summer thing we had was amazing. Until I saw Sink when we 
It's like having a nightmare when you're wide awake. Many things I could say, but it's too late. And there you go. Brawny, color looks good on you. Acoustic here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I think it's brawnymusic.com. I'm pretty sure that's it. Again, that'll all be in the show notes. Um, Yeah, I don't know why I don't write it down every time I play a song from an artist, but I don't. And so you have to deal with this instead. (laughs) So there you go. My thanks to Bronnie. Go check out all of her stuff because she is wonderful. Great friend of the show. So there you go. That's all I got to tell you for today. It's all the stuff, man and woman and they and should I just say everyone? I don't know. Uh, What I do know is that I'm going to turn it over for the moment to the captain. He'll let us know what is going on with the fly guys and uh, maybe a little preview. It's not very good. So, (laughs) so my friend, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans, Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how I feel right now, guys. That is how the Flyers are playing. Let's not dwell on it. Let's do the recap. So Flyers ended up losing 5-4 to four versus the Capitals on Saturday, but followed it up with a win in overtime against the Rangers on Monday. Ended up winning 5-4. to four. But unfortunately, the Flyers followed it up with the worst loss of the decade, I want to say. I've been watching a lot of Flyers hockey in my life, and this was just an embarrassing loss. Elaine Vigneault actually said this was the most embarrassing loss of his entire career. Flyers ended up losing 9-0 on Wednesday. But the team heard their coach. They heard that they needed to do better. They ended up taking on the Islanders, the best team in the division at the moment. Ended up beating them 4-3 on Thursday, the very next night. It was dicey at the end. The Flyers almost blew the lead, but they ended up taking it home 4-3. They're going to follow it up with another game today against the Islanders. And then they take on the Islanders at home on Monday, then New Jersey on Tuesday, and then the Rangers again on Thursday. So the guys, the Flyers, shaky in net, Carter Hart and Brian Elliott just were not great. Let's just say what it is. The team did not rally around them. They weren't playing defense. I loved what I saw against the Islanders. Flyers were playing fast, loose, That four check was strong. That's what they really need to do. Get that block shot. Get the four check going. 
ensure that the other team can't get into the neutral zone. That's what I like to see. That's Flyers hockey, and that's what I'm hoping to see a little bit more of. So, guys, they were slumping. They were not making it happen, but I am with you here. I feel it. I feel strongly that they are going to make it happen. They're going to turn it around, and we're going to see the Flyers of old. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pat on Next Level Radio. Thank you, Captain. The Melting Pat, the Next Level Network. That's just in case he wasn't there and you heard a weird sound effect after that weird intro I gave him. So there you go. Last week, he took a dump on Carter Hart. Who knows who he's going to dump on this week, but uh, there's no shortage of uh, of people, I think. Hasn't been that great for the Fly Guys lately. So uh, again, thank you, good sir, for your hard work. And my friends, thank you for listening. That's it. We did it. We're good to uh, to say goodbye. All right. Awesome. My th- Again, my thanks to Bronny for the tune. My thanks to all of you for listening. G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That is all. This has been an 8 Boy Then production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, can I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a back row of drinks, but cross got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And the friend. Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. And you look at the bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.